Lots of responses coming in to Ward 4 Counselor Susan Stevenson, who asked the question, if individuals were getting services for mental health, for addiction, and they chose to live back in a park, what are we supposed to do? In other words, would we put them in jail? And and she said a couple of times, "Well, well, what are we supposed to do? Because that was the line that certainly came out of the post that she shared. Joining us right now is Marcus Plowright, realtor and partner at REMAX Hallmark A-Team and the founder of the Fund for Change, which secured that $25 million donation not too long ago, going back to January. Marcus, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Marcus, we, uh, we've been talking about this today, the idea that if, if someone were to be offered services for addiction, or mental health, and were to choose to live back on the street, that, as the Post said, and this is coming from an American commentator by the name of Michael Smirkonish, they could and should be arrested. And we just talked with Ward 4 Counselor Susan Stevenson. Her response was, well, what are we supposed to do? What are your thoughts? Well, I feel for the people living in the part of the city that is most affected by the crisis we have of homelessness. And certainly uh, that counselor's riding is one of the most significantly impacted and the businesses and residents of that area are impacted. But the focus seems to have been lost. The focus needs to be on the people in need and the death that's happening on our streets and the misery that's happening on our streets of our residents that simply don't have housing and therefore can't get the necessary resources to get healthy, whether it be through substance abuse or mental health issues, because it's impossible to get healthy when you don't have housing. So it has to begin with housing. And having a conversation about this and the counselor doing her research via Twitter is really not what the city needs at the moment. We have an enormous opportunity here to bring substance change, substance change to the city through the whole of community system response. We had the opportunity when we secured the $25 million donation to do anything and everything we could to bring benefit and health to the city and to those suffering. We made the conscious decision to back the whole community system response because those are the people that have trained their whole lives and worked the front line that have come to us and said, we believe this is the solution. Who are we to tell them any different? You know, I'm a realtor. If I run a fund or run real estate in the city, I haven't had that lifetime of experience. And when the city was able to get 250 people together to give their best input as to what needs to happen next and spent 100 days detailing a specific plan, and now we've had several months of our city administration and civic leaders advocating on our behalf using the $25 and the outcome of of the whole community system response to go and lobby senior levels of government these are the things that we should be backing. These are the things we should be talking about. 
We're talking with Marcus Plowright, realtor, partner at REMAX Hallmark A-Team, founder of the Fund for Change, which secured that generous $25 million donation going back earlier this year. We'll talk about that in just a moment. So, Marcus, in in seeing this kind of a situation, is this is this even a healthy conversation to be having, or is this something that we need to say, all right, no, let's let's leave that off to the side. There are different avenues to explore. I think it's beyond unhealthy. I think it's very unconstructive in an environment where we're trying to secure significant levels of senior government funding in order to build the housing that we don't even have an option available for the people that do want housing. We're talking about 600 uh, supportive housing units for the most needy in our city that are currently unhoused. If there's you know, arguably 1,800 on the street, 600, the most egregious. Those are the people that most desperately need our help. And those are the ones that uh, this system is geared towards helping. So that is the number one issue. The only issue we should be addressing is how do we come together as a community and secure the necessary funding and expedite the building of these hubs and houses on behalf of those most disadvantaged. Not about just how to get people off the street, no matter what it would take, even if police were to get involved. Marcus, before we go, can you update us on, on the $25 million? Every once in a while we'll get questions about that and, and where all of that sits right now. That's, uh, that's in the hands of, of the whole of community system response. Before we started the fund, uh, we agreed that the, the funds would be directed to the whole of community system response. And, um, and that's where it's going. And the whole of community system response have done enormous work in six months time to be prepared to lobby on our behalf and try to help this seed capital that was so generously donated uh, to be an instigator to getting further funds, because obviously it's going to take hundreds of millions of dollars to solve this. And we've had 30 or 40 years of neglect. We have to catch up as a society and as a community. And certainly uh, that should be the priority. Marcus, thank you so much for taking some time for us today. My pleasure. That is Marcus Blauwright. Marcus is a partner at REMAX Hallmark A-Team and the founder of the Fund for Change, which secured that $25 million donation.